This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. We're going to begin with this story today. And uh, look, this is going to be, I think, a really interesting debate going forward, even if it goes quiet for the time being. Uh, Education Minister David Egan, and we'll get to what he had to say today, uh, making it clear that he has no plans to sign off on a separate sex ed curriculum for Catholic schools. Obviously, Alberta has a uh, separate but publicly funded Catholic school system. Uh, And essentially, the agreement is that uh, they are schools like other schools. You teach the curriculum, uh, but that there is also an element of Catholicism in that education. Now, how does it manifest itself? Is it religious education, or is it about much more than that? Uh, It certainly has become much more than that, where it's more about permeation, Catholicism, Catholic doctrine— Uh, permeates throughout what these schools do. So what about with sex ed? So as Alberta gets set to overhaul its own curriculum, it turns out the Catholic school districts have been working on their own separate curriculum. It's interesting, though, and this was revealed this week by Janet French in the Edmonton Journal, is that they had denied that they were doing so. And it was only after French filed access to information requests that she revealed that, in fact, they are working on one. Initially, we reached out to the uh, Catholic superintendents and said, look, we'd really like to hear from you directly on this. What, what is it you're working on and why? What are your concerns, etc.? cetera? Uh, they declined that opportunity. So, uh, as mentioned, uh, Education Minister David Egan has rejected this idea. He was talking about it today. Here's a bit of what he had to say. Well, we received a submission from, uh, I think, a subgroup of the Catholic superintendents um, looking for funding for their um, project for Catholic wellness education. And uh, that um, proposal was rejected. And, um, you know, they provided a fair level of detail as to how they would approach this. And um, based on that, we, uh, of course, uh, did not accept their proposal. Okay, so they're not going to accept the proposal. Uh, Here's a little bit more from the minister uh, explaining what was proposed and and why he handled it as he did. We are building a wellness curriculum and curriculum in all subject areas here in the province of Alberta right now. Um, For example, the wellness curriculum is more than 15 years old. And I think 15 years ago, same-sex marriage was against the law, for example. So there's a lot of changes and updates that need to be made. Um, the submission that I was given from the superintendent subgroup of the Catholic uh, uh, boards uh, was not acceptable in any sh- way, shape, or form. Um, you know, it uh, was in direct uh, opposition to, uh, you know, healthy practices, um, especially around consent, right? Um, teaching consent is this basic health and safety issue for students in regards to sexuality and uh, you know it needs to be strengthened if anything um, not what uh, they were suggesting in regards to again contraception um, you know again for the sake of a healthy society 
um, you know, for in terms of physical uh, disease, right? I mean, all of these things are, are basic uh, public concerns that need to be taught. You need to teach best practices, evidence-based information, to ensure the safety and the well-being of um, our population. And uh, where do you get that education from? It's from when you are in public education. And so my responsibility, all of our responsibilities, is to make sure that is a strong evidence-based uh, education that um, allows students to uh, have a healthy and uh, life. Okay, so that's the education minister, his response to what the Catholic school districts have proposed. Joining us for more on this controversy, Paula Simons, columnist for the Edmonton Journal, edmontonjournal.com. Paula, welcome to the program. Thanks very much, Rob. Nice to be back. Do you think this this story is going to go away? I mean, uh, David Hagan, the education minister, has said that uh, this is a non-starter. Catholic superintendents aren't really saying much about it. Or are we in for a longer battle here? Oh, we're in for a longer battle here. And I have to say, I mean, the only reason we know about this is because my colleague Janet French, who is our education reporter, did an access to information request that revealed that the Catholic School Board was hard at work on an alternative sex ed curriculum, which is supposed to be finished in about three weeks from now. So they weren't, I don't think, prepared to have this story out in the paper quite this soon. But obviously, once they present this, um, this issue is not going away. And, you know, I, I don't actually know how we get around this impasse because these issues are absolutely core to Catholic doctrine. Well, yeah, and this is the dilemma we face because we, we accept that uh, this Catholic school system can exist. We accept that uh, Catholicism now essentially permeates everything they do. I don't know if that was necessarily the original intent, but that's that's what it's become. So, of course, they're going to put a Catholic spin on things. So at what point do we say, well, you can't? Well, and this, and this is the problem because the right to a Catholic separate education is hard written into the laws that brought Alberta into Confederation. And indeed, they predate Alberta entering Confederation. It's in the Northwest Territories Act. Uh, But it's also right in the Constitution. And there is a guaranteed right for a separate Catholic education. Now, you're right. If you look at the original legislation, it doesn't talk about this kind of total permeation. It talks about some religious instruction at the end of the day. But the, the ethic always was that you had an independent board, an independent system that offered distinctly Catholic education. Now, when people's beliefs about sex and sexuality were all pretty much homogeneous, you know, there there wasn't this great divide. But now, here we are, you know, more than 100 years later, um, people's thinking about sexuality and, and gender has evolved considerably in the you know, in, in the rest of the population and in popular culture. But in traditional Catholic doctrine, nothing has changed in more than 100 years. If anything, in some ways, the Church has become uh, arguably more conservative. And it doesn't matter that Pope Francis has cautioned uh, his Church that they are too obsessed with issues of, of, of sex and sexual morality, and that he would like to see the Church with a broader focus on you know, the kind of social justice issues that are integral to Christ's gospel. Um, but here you have here you have an absolute conflict of two worldviews and two cultures. And in fairness to the Catholic bishops and archbishops, I don't think they have any room for compromise. I mean, this is absolutely bedrock Catholic doctrine that sex outside of marriage is a sin, that 
masturbation is unnatural, that what the document calls same-sex inclination can never be acted upon. I mean, what the Catholics want to teach children and, and teenagers today is that sex is never allowed outside of heterosexual Catholic marriage. And that is so at odds with, with the way the rest of society is moved. I'm not sure how you bridge that gap. Well, it seems to me that, uh, you know, the, the, the Catholic schools could probably get away with uh, teaching this under the guise of religious teaching. As you say, that's what it allows for. So they could say, OK, fine, we'll teach the curriculum. And then when we get to our part of the day where it's religious teaching, we're going to teach this doctrine. But I guess they're, they're getting to the point where they don't want the sex ed curriculum in their schools at all. Here's the conundrum here. I mean, my own daughter recently completed three years of Catholic high school in Edmonton. We're not Catholic. She chose the Catholic school because it was near our house and it offered precisely the academics and arts programs that she wanted. And sex education there, um, under the old curriculum, in biology class, they learned a lot about the mechanics of it. Mm -hmm. But in her calm class, which is the career and life management, sort of the health portion in grade 10, They learned nothing about contraception. They learned only that sex outside of marriage is wrong and that abortion is is bad. You know, and she, as a non-Catholic, ended up writing a paper for her calm class about why she thought abortion was sometimes necessary. She got an A in the class. So they were not being particularly doctrinaire in her experience, and they kind of nudged, nudged, winked, winked the current curriculum. But, you know, when it came time to actually teaching her what a condom was, my husband and I had to go get one and put it on a banana, and she's never quite forgiven us for the mortification of this. Um, But, you know, we accepted when we enrolled her in Catholic school that it would fall to us to provide that kind of baseline sex education. But, you know, lots of parents are not as open with their children as my husband and I, lots of children, you know, my daughter was still mortified, but you can imagine scenarios where it would have been much worse. There is a huge public, social, public health value to having basic sex education taught in the schools. And if this is going to be um, a, an absolute bedrock issue for Catholic educators, um, and I have to say, this isn't coming from a particular Catholic school board. This is coming from the uh, Council of Catholic School Superintendents, and it's coming from uh, sort of the, the, the umbrella group for Catholic school trustees across the province. If they're going to make this, you know, the make or break issue, this is something that David Egan, his education minister, can't accept. I mean, maybe the Catholic boards are wagering that Jason Kenney will be premier in a couple of years. Jason Kenney is a devout Roman Catholic. They probably reason that if Kenney were premier, this would be less of an issue. But that's a long way away. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the meantime, this curriculum review is, is happening now. And, you know, um, Egan's worldview and the worldview of the Catholic Church are not synchronous shall we say. No, they're not. One issue in particular that the new curriculum is is going to emphasize, and a lot of people say it's long overdue, is the issue of consent. And and this is one controversy in particular uh, around all of this, because uh, it seems that the Catholic position is, look, this is our doctrine. This is how people should live their lives. If they do, none of this other stuff would ever be relevant. But is that a realistic way to to look at the issue? Well, you know, uh, uh, they're teaching on consent in this document. Uh, 
is particularly problematic because, you know, what they're trying to say is that consent alone isn't enough, that if two people consent to something sinful, that that's not enough to make it okay. But what they've actually written uh, is is quite different. What they've actually said seems to imply, here's the phrase, legal consent is important, but we guard against a reductionist view of our human sexuality that consent is the most important factor in decision-making. Now, I mean, what they're driving at is that consent isn't enough, but what that reads as saying is if consent is not the most important factor, does that say that if you're within marriage that you don't need consent? I don't think that's what they're saying, in fairness. But you could certainly read that interpretation into it. So and, what is, you know, uh, if, 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 we, if we can't teach that consent is the be-all, you know, if we can't teach that consent is where we have to start in any relationship, then where are we? So where do you sense this, this all goes from here? You know, I honestly don't know. I mean, the, the NDP government had to know that when they started this curriculum review that they were going to open this can of worms. I mean, they're not naive people at Alberta Education. They had to know that teaching about human sexuality is an extraordinarily tricky issue when you're dealing with Catholic doctrine. And this is, you know, this is even before we get to issues about uh gay rights or trans rights. I mean, this is this is really basic stuff, you know, that, that, that you should never wear a condom for safe sex ever, that that masturbation is evil. You know, these are these are things that are <laughs> as I say, these are core things that come even even before you get to more complicated socially divisive issues around the recognition of gender as separate from from biology. Um you know, we're not anywhere near there yet. Right. So, so I, I don't know what the NDP thought was going to happen. I don't know if they realized that they were setting themselves up for this kind of head-on collision. But, but this is the result of, you know, opening up the whole issue of how we teach uh, children about sexuality and consent and gender and uh, and sexual identity. It's it is going to be complicated enough for public schools, but for Catholic schools, I think this is an insoluble culture clash. And I don't see how it ends if it doesn't end with the with the ultimate question of should we still have publicly funded Catholic schools, which are written into the Constitution? The Constitution can be amended, but it's not a simple task. No, it certainly isn't. Uh, well, much more in all of this. Again, EdmontonJournal.com. Paula Simons, uh, appreciate it as always. Thanks for this. Thanks, Rob. There you go. Paula Simons, columnist of the Edmonton Journal, her thoughts uh, on all of this. And look, I think this really is a tricky issue for the NDP. How much are they going to force the issue? Uh, and how much leeway do Catholic schools have to say, well, okay, we, we'll take your curriculum as a starting point, and we're going to put our own spin on this. Right? And there was a case out of Quebec, the Loyola School, uh, that went all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada about that very question about being able to put a Catholic spin on the curriculum in a Catholic school. 403-974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.